the Boston Marathon makes you feel like running is the center of the universe for a weekend. Um, so I love coming to Boston uh, and just getting to take part of that in any way, um, but especially racing and the fans and everybody along the course make you feel really special. No matter if you're having a great day or a terrible day, they're cheering for you. So that's what I love. Welcome to For the Long Run, the podcast exploring the why behind what keeps runners running long, strong, and motivated. I'm your host, Jonathan Levitt. Through personal and professional connections in the running world, I have the privilege of getting to know some amazing athletes. I've always been fascinated by the psychological aspects of running and what helps people to achieve success, however they define it. And this podcast is aimed at exploring this and much more. I hope you enjoy. This is a special episode recorded as a live discussion at Puma's Boston Marathon kickoff celebration. I spoke with a handful of their pro athletes running Boston ahead of the marathon weekend. This episode is brought to you by Puma. Here at For the Long Run Podcast, we're fans of Puma and have been really impressed with their efforts to support and foster the running community. We're excited to partner with a brand that has such a rich history in sports and that cares deeply about the running community. Puma believes that sometimes all it takes is a spark to make a change, to get motivated, to try something new or hard. And we couldn't agree more. All we need is that small spark and the actions will follow to get us there. With that small flicker, anything is possible. Check out a pair of Puma shoes for yourself at puma.com or your local running retailer and use the code for the long run for 20% off any Puma run or train products. When you support Puma, you support me and the rest of the for the long run podcast team. Thanks again to Puma for supporting us. As a proud New Englander, I'm always excited to see brands from the area who are doing good in the world and doing good for our running community. That's why we're thrilled to say that this episode is sponsored by Darn Tough, started and headquartered in Vermont. You may know of Darn Tough for their durability and warmth, but did you know that they have a whole line of running socks to keep you staying dry and comfortable for the long run? Darn Tough's running socks are incredibly durable, especially in high wear areas, and they're made with breathable mesh and they're ultra lightweight and incredibly comfortable. You might be thinking, aren't their socks made of wool? Won't it be too hot on my feet? Well, it turns out the Merino wool socks are perfect for keeping your feet at the ideal temperature and dry regardless of if you're running in cold or hot weather. In fancy words, wool helps with thermoregulation. I've been a fan of and running in darn tough socks for years now, so we're excited to welcome them to For the Long Run family. Get a pair of your own at the link in the show notes. We are psyched to announce a new partner of the podcast, Lauren Daniels. Lauren is a realtor helping buyers and sellers in the greater Denver and Boulder area and beyond, and has been a good friend of mine for a few years now. When I decided I wanted to buy a place in Boulder and put down roots here, I was completely overwhelmed by the home buying process. Lauren was already a good friend, so when we first talked about home buying, I felt a huge sense of relief. She's a neighborhood expert, has an incredible attention to detail, available for any and all questions, and made what could be a very difficult process super easy. And now we've got a beautiful home in Boulder. It's close to the trails with the big backyard for Alfie and views of the Flatirons. So if you're even considering buying a home in the area or anywhere, I highly recommend working with Lauren. You can reach her at ldaniels at milehighmodern.com and let her know we sent you. That's ldaniels at milehighmodern.com. Thanks so much to Lauren for supporting the podcast and helping us continue to grow and for all those miles together.
Hassan, this is amazing. What a cool, uh, what a cool community, what a cool race, what a cool weekend. Uh, today was hot, but everything else is super cool. Um, Puma, uh, also thank you to Harpoon. Puma is going to be sponsoring the Harpoon 5 Miler uh, later this coming spring. So thank you to Harpoon for putting this on uh, for us this evening. Uh, my name is John. I am hosting these amazing athletes tonight. Uh, I host a podcast called For the Long Run. It's exploring the why and understanding what helps people become awesome and how we can all learn from that no matter our athletic abilities. Uh, I've had a couple of these amazing athletes on um, and we're going to learn a bit more from them uh, this evening. So just to do some quick intros for those who don't know, uh, we have Sarah Vaughn. We have Nico Lindmark. We have Andy Frisby. We have Pender Pfeiffer. And we have the newly crowned champion of the 2021 Boston Marathon, Edna Kipagana. Congratulations from everyone in this room. I'm going to turn on the second one here. So we're here at the Boston Marathon. Uh, first, first person to ask, who has run the Boston Marathon? It's a lot of awesome, awesome hands, a lot of awesome races. We all have stories around Boston. So to kick it off, I'm curious, what, what does the Boston Marathon weekend and race mean to you? We'll start with Sarah. I've definitely asked you this question before, so I, I love this one. No, I, I love talking about it. Um, the Boston Marathon makes you feel like running is the center of the universe for a weekend. Um, so I love coming to Boston uh, and just getting to take part of that in any way, um, but especially racing and the fans and everybody along the course make you feel really special. No matter if you're having a great day or a terrible day, they're cheering for you. So that's what I love. Yeah, to echo that, I think when you're a professional runner and you tell people that, the first thing they say is, well, have you run Boston? And when you haven't, you kind of feel like a fraud. So being here at Boston, it just helps, you know, kind of solidify you as a marathoner. I am a fraud up to this point. I haven't done the Boston Marathon yet, but I did the 5K last year, and uh, the energy of the crowds and just the community coming together this weekend is so amazing, and I'm really looking forward to experiencing it at my at myself. So uh, that's what it means to me. Yeah, Boston's a big thing for me. It's my first ever major marathon and my first big race outside of Europe, except the Olympic Games. And I'm very much excited. I trained a long time for it, and finally the weekend is here, so I'm very excited. Yeah, Boston Marathon has been a great race for me. Uh, first time I ran in 2017 was the only one which uh, I needed to bring so that I can do all the six meta marathons. And it has been uh, a good place for me. Uh, the community is good and uh, I love everything about Boston. So I'm excited about the text. So I was here in Boston two weeks ago running on the marathon course and my Strava told me that I run the Union Hills 70 times. So I'm, I'm curious for you guys, and I love those hills. I'm curious for all of you, what's your favorite point of the course if you've run it? And what are you planning to do differently in that spot this year? 
if you're willing to share. <laughs> I can't give away too much. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I think my favorite part is is the finish. It's that long straightaway. Um, I remember you warned me last year because I was coming from track. You're like, don't start sprinting when you turn left because you have a long ways to go. Um, and we're right. It's a long straightaway, but that's my favorite part. Um, and I hope I can sprint a little faster this year than last year. My favorite part is definitely Wellesley College. It's so loud and energetic, and this year I am not going to run too fast through it because that's a common issue. <laughs> I have not raced, but I'm looking forward to the finish. <laughs> I have not raced either, but I'm very much looking forward to the hills we will embrace them because I trained so hard in Kenya and I always did uphill long ones. So I think uh, the hills are tough, of course, but I, I will embrace them and I think uh, they give me strength. Yeah, my favorite uh, one is uh, Upbreaking Hill because that's where everyone is uh, fighting to do it and uh, I believe uh, I'll be careful this time because that's where they left me last year. So all of us are reunited by the shoes we're wearing today and we'd be remiss not to uh, give a shout out to the many people in the room who have helped actually to create those shoes. So first, let's give a round of applause to the Puma employees that are putting this on their feet. On their feet. What is it about Puma that, that keeps you coming back or gets you excited to wear the, the cougar on, on the shoes and on, on your chest? I love how Puma has gone all in lately. Um, well, not lately, but recently, the last several years. Like they are putting a lot into their shoe development, signing new athletes, and just really rallying behind um, their products. And I, I, I love every shoe that they've sent me. So, yeah. I love that when you go out for a run, you don't even think about your shoes, which is like the most important thing. It's just like an extension of your body and I don't ever have to worry about if my shoes are going to feel good on race day because they just feel natural. Yeah, I really love the development that's gone into the new footwear and I think specifically for race day, the carbon plated shoes I noticed just feel really good on my feet, which is one of the most important things. I think they don't leave any sore spots or pain the next day, um, and so that's what I love about them. I really appreciate that uh, the athletes are involved into the development of the shoots and uh, that we have an impact on that, and uh, especially at the fast time I really I see that. Um, I'm very grateful to have a shoe like that. It's a real weapon, and I will use it on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like all the development and the artwork that they are putting in creating the first shoe. Uh, I, when I put on the first time, I liked it, I love the colors and uh, everything. So, good job. Round of applause. I'm going to ask a question that I asked Dakota on the podcast a couple of weeks ago that I loved her answer and I want to hear it again. And also, how everybody else answers the question. If someone sees you out on the course, what do you want them to say to you? You asked me this too last week, and I'm not changing my answer. I like the ironic, funny things, so if you can make me laugh or like just distract me for a You're minute. You're almost there. You're almost there at mile five? Maybe. Love it. <laughs> I love to hear that um, I look strong. I love to hear you look smooth. I love to hear how, how fast my opponents are behind me. 
I like to hear keep it up. Awesome. So the podcast I host is all about the psychological aspect of the sport and understanding how we can learn from amazing athletes like these. And a lot of what I've learned is so much related to the mindset and how strong a mind can be and push us to do more than what we think might be possible. So I find that this is rooted in mantras. And so I'm curious if you have a mantra that you're willing to share going into Monday. My mantra for this year, um, for this race is that I'm just approaching it with as much curiosity as I can. So I'm curious to see how hard I can push myself. I'm curious to see um, how well I can do. And I'm just going to carry that forward through the race. My mantra since college has been, I am strong, I am fast, my speed will last. <laughs> I usually have a different mantra for different races, but I think for this race, my mantra is just to be in the moment that I'm in, stay present. My mantra is, uh, when you reach the start line, the world is behind you. It's like you can celebrate today, and it is just the fun part. The hard work is behind us. Yeah, my mantra has been, uh, you have done it before, and there is nothing uh, going to be hard. So I'll just uh, do my best. I think this next question is going to be a tough one for Sarah, but what shoes are you wearing on Monday? I made up my mind. I had such uh, good choices, so thank you guys for giving me a tough choice. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to wear the Deviate Elite 2. Yes. Deviate Elite 2s. Deviate Elite 2s. <laughs> I choose the fast one. Deviate Elite 2. Awesome. Thank you all so much. We've got a few more notes, but let's give a round of applause to these amazing athletes. I see them out there. Um, like I said, we have a couple of notes here. Make sure everyone grabs a Yeti koozie on the way out. That will be waiting for you. And I believe it's somebody's birthday. So we will have a, a cake presentation, I believe. Is that, is that correct? <laughs> It's Edna's daughter, Wendy's birthday. And we have more than she's here. And should we sing or no? Edna says yes. Where is she? There she is. Oh, there she is. Happy birthday to you. That's it for today's episode. Like many long runs, it's sad when it has to end. I hope you join in next time on For the Long Run. And in the meantime, happy trails. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean a lot to me if you shared it so that others can find it and enjoy it too. This podcast and the accompanying music has been produced by Brian Walters of Singletrack Sound. For the Long Run's logo is created by Vanessa Wolf of Sterling Wolf, 
Show notes have been written by Ruby Wiles and is managed by Emily Holland. It takes a village. 